0: are listening to satellite sisters this is our recap show of madam secretary it is season two episode 12 we're up to julie how are you
1: today i'm good Leanne. i it's but we have a tense situation in this this week's episode so <laughs> a buddhist uh, we... terrorist a buddhist terrorist julie
0: <laughs> is that what you were talking about yes yes it okay. was I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. My sister, Julie Dolan, is in Dallas, Texas. We are two of the five Satellite Sisters. If you are a Madam Secretary fan and have discovered this podcast, we welcome you. We encourage you to take a look at other Satellite Sisters podcasts. We do twice a week regular shows, and we also do a recap of Downton Abbey. But this is our Madam Secretary recap, and we are happy to be talking about this week's episode the middle way, the middle mm-hmm. way. All right, Julie, overall, I was, I was happy to get away from the Russian storyline for one episode, you know, to sort of get a break from all that tension in Russia and to go
1: someplace else to Myanmar, right? I think that's good. Yes, because it is a big world out there, Leanne. I don't have to tell you that. And, <laughs> and, and, and Madam Secretary, she's got to cover it all. So I think it's good to see, see her doing different things other than saving world peace. I mean, this week, she was really just trying to get a trade agreement signed. That was the big act of diplomacy.
0: All right. So here are our major storylines this week. Right. We had foreign diplomacy, Madam Secretary trying to get the Trans-Pacific... PAC signed, and it involved 11 different countries, and there was going to be a big signing in Myanmar, okay? So that was the big one storyline foreign diplomacy. Then we had domestic diplomacy, and this was where the neighbors on her charming street in Georgetown completely ambushed the McCord family and right. said, basically, we want you to move because it's annoying to have the Secretary of
1: State live live in our neighborhood I knew, and you can see that Liam. you can see that it would be annoying to have all that secret service there all the time they have the giant suvs they're idling in front of the house uh and there's no place for the neighbors to park uh so it, it creates it creates a problem they weren't very neighborly though they no. just went ahead and like signed a petition yeah decided to try to kick the McCords out of the neighborhood. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I did think that maybe people in Washington have a slightly higher level of tolerance for that. It's, I live in Los Angeles, so it's a little bit like having movie crews on your street all the time. Like, you're like, oh, it's kind of a pain, but oh, well, it's keeping people employed. And, and so- Happy about that. But no, the people in Washington in their neighborhood, not happy about the McCords. And then the third storyline is basically the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. And that this really, <laughs> it was nice to see Blake, uh, actor Eric Bergen portraying Blake, uh, Madam Secretary's Bagman, really have a great show.
1: Oh, I did too. I I miss seeing the staff, and Blake is one of my favorite characters. So I'm glad we got a lot of Blake and we got a lot of Nadine as well. Yes. And so a lot of this storyline
0: revolved around this report put out by the Department of State on, you know, worst case scenario projections for 2030, like what you can expect. And it was just, at first, it was like a really funny storyline. And then it really did make you start to think, oh, it's going to be terrible. There's going to be no water, there's going to be terrorism. The climate's being destroyed. You know, it just had it just kept going on and on and on. And these were clearly questions that Blake had never thought about before. So when he actually thought about it, it started to uh, started to really slip out in in odd and funny places. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed this storyline. You know, a couple of people had a big show, too, besides
1: Blake. First of all, I would just like
0: to point out Madam Secretary's white blazer. Come on.
1: I know, Leanne. I wrote that down too. That white blazer. uh, First of all, that she's traveling in a white blazer uh, (laughs) to a Southeast Asian country. You know, it's hot. It could be dirty. It could be dusty. But she looked crisp and clean and cool and just so smart. Makes you want to go out and get a white blazer. blazer. With the big shoulders. I mean, bring
0: it back, shoulder pads. Yeah. You know, that was the other, I think, big statement. (laughs) Besides, besides the white was the big shoulder. So that was, that was fantastic. And then we also learned in this episode that Nadine has a very big son. I mean, he has a very He's tall, son. tall, dark and handsome <laughs> land. At uh, first it? I thought, is that Joe Jonas? Is that a Jonas
1: Brothers? But I don't, it's not, it's not. But and, and and how how did this son come come about? Which is also interesting. You know, Nadine has had she has a deep past that is going to be revealed in in I guess in in various episodes. But in this, the son came from a brief affair when she was touring with the dance troupe before law school. So don't you see now they have laid down the yes. the history that Nadine is a dancer when we know she's a dancer, Lynn. <laughs>
0: Yes, that was exciting. I thought she may hoof it at the end. But okay, let's break down the big storylines. The foreign diplomacy... Madam Secretary has to go to, uh, to Myanmar. She has to oversee this, the signing of this, um, trade, pa- trade agreement. But it seems that the ambassador, the American ambassador in Myanmar is sort of going off the rails. He's kind of doing a Mr. Kurtz thing there. He's starting to identify with, uh, the Burmese people, the people of Myanmar. And, um, and he want, he's actually, uh, Advising against signing the trade
1: um, that's right. agreement. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, they call it, Madam Secretary calls it clientist, that he has, he is what, but as a former expat, I'll tell you, we used to call it going to the dark side. When you stay in a country too long, you know, that's why many uh, expat assignments are for a limited number of years, because otherwise people go over to the other side and you cannot bring them back. And that appears to be what has happened with this U.S. ambassador. He was a political appointee, Leon, mm-hmm. friend of the president. Mm-hmm. He's divorced. He actually has a gold mine, which yeah. is kind of a funny little detail. <laughs> that, was, that was a good little exchange, yeah. Um, but he was, you know, he's out front, uh, in front of the U.S. embassy in Miramar when they, when uh, the ambassador arrives, and he is protesting with the villagers that are going to be displaced by uh, these hydropower turbines that are going to be built. Uh, So that is a big problem, don't you think?
0: And he's also shaved his head and is wearing monk's robes. So that's also a problem. So as Madam Secretary arrives, things are in chaos there in Burma. And we get introduced to our first basically Buddhist terrorist. So that was... I thought a good play on the idea of terrorism and I loved when Madam Secretary went to the jail to see him after he was taken into custody and he's meditating and yes. she just shuts him down with, you know, do you think I haven't taken a yoga class? I know you can hear me.
1: <laughs> I love that line. Best line of the, best line of the episode, Leon. <laughs> I agree.
0: So but then he totally goes off the rail and uh, under the guise of saying he's fired immediately. Madam Secretary fires him. That was a powerful scene like you're done. Pack your bags. Get out of the country. But first, he's granted an audience with the president of Myanmar, and he uses that as an opportunity basically to hold him hostage, put a gun to his head and try to get him to force him to not sign the agreement because he doesn't think it's good for his people. And so now Madam Secretary is caught there in a, you know, a standoff, a 14 hour standoff, there's Papers. You know the other countries may pull out. The president's yelling at her on the phone. It's a very, uh, it's a very difficult situation for her. And yet, the white blazer continues to work for her throughout the entire episode, doesn't That's it? That's
1: right, Lain. I mean, nothing is easy for her. She, this was supposed to be a pretty routine signing, treaty signing, you know, ceremonial, and here she is now in the thick of it, and it's a mess, and it's all going to be her fault. So. That is not good.
0: But in the middle of all this, Nadine hightails it to uh, some artist colony where her her son is now conveniently living in Myanmar. She has yes. been estranged from him. We meet the girlfriend. We don't meet the son. We learn the son is there. And we we learn that the reason for their estrangement is because he
1: dropped out of Juilliard. I loved that so much. <laughs> so much pressure. You see how much pressure parents put on kids now. <laughs> I know. It's not good enough that he got into Juilliard, but the fact that he dropped out, she just, and it was her
0: money and oh, it always comes down to money. And that was it. She just, she could not get over the fact that he had worked so hard to get in. And it was both our dreams. And he's like, yeah, not really, mom,
1: kind of your dream. I know. I mean, that's (laughs) ungrateful kids, (laughs) right? Totally ungrateful. I know. I mean, she was a single parent. She'd been saving since the time he was little. Okay, and... Oh, Dropped out of
0: Juilliard. So I think every parent watching can go, well, I can see why you wouldn't talk to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was with Nadine on
0: that one, I, I had no doubt, Julia, that you were in the Nadine camp. But uh, they do reach a detente at the end. They manage to find the middle way. And that's why the episode is called The Middle Way. That's a Buddhist philosophy. Although I much preferred it when Madam Secretary called it um, suck, suck it upest." <laughs>
1: Yes it is. It's, it's <laughs> essentially you're just zipping zipping at land. You, just, you know that's the middle way is that you just you just have to let, you know, let suck it Suck it up. You just suck, suck it, it up. up. You just, yeah.
0: you agree to do things you don't want to do. So this is, this teaches Madam Secretary, and they think the trade deal's done. Unfortunately, the American ambassador gone, Buddhist terrorist, he gets shot. Uh, the president of Myanmar says, I don't want to sign that treaty. He did kind of convince me. But then Madam Secretary, you think it's over. You think she has to go back to the U.S. in shame, but she gets it done. She gets that poor guy from China on the phone again that she yelled at last week on the show and somehow they managed to make it work and she gets her deal done
1: yes i know i mean she just does not stop laying but she <laughs> but you know she no matter what it takes she gets the job done and she comes home she, she's in a heap she's exhausted it was the first time that i again i feel like she had been on the plane for probably 20 hours to come back to washington um, uh, from southeast asia so she's she's a wreck and she gets home but Uh, you know, it's been a mess at home with Henry, right? Because Henry was going to have the champagne brunch for the neighbors, but that didn't work out at all. Total fail.
0: Right. Henry's on the domestic diplomacy while Madam Secretary is just killing it in Myanmar. Henry total fail back in Georgetown. He thinks he can smooth everything over by inviting the neighbors over for mimosas and eggs. He said that a lot. It's just mimosas and eggs.
2: See why
0: Framebridge has been trusted to frame over two million pieces. Visit Framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge.
1: Wouldn't you go? Wouldn't you go to Henry's house for mimosas
0: and eggs? I wouldn't leave, no matter what was happening. <laughs> the best part of that. He's going to charm the neighbors. Charm offensive is yes. happening because his Madam Secretary says, we're likable. We're so likable. Yeah. So, but she doesn't make it home for the, for the, uh, for the mimosas and eggs. So Henry is at the door greeting people. And I love the way they had all the women, the neighbor yes. women just stare at Henry as they came in the door. I thought <laughs> yeah. that was a very believable
1: nice. touch. And Blake was there providing backup. He's got everybody's name. Wouldn't you like to have Blake uh, behind you at all times? Because you go into, like, the grocery store and you see that woman that you know you're supposed to know her name and you have nothing. You cannot remember her name. And she knows your name. He was doing an incredible job just whispering
0: the names, Diane and Tony. They have a beautiful garden, you know? (laughs) <laughs> Sue and Sue and John, you know, they're the ones yeah. with the trash can issue. Uh, that was, you know, it's classic Bagman. We we've seen it in Devil Wears Prada, we've seen it in Veep, but it worked. Blake did a yes. great job. This show loved it. But I was really impressed at the quiches, Julie, that were coming out of the oven. I have yeah. to say, the oldest daughter, first of all, quiche. Like I just right after the episode, I went and Googled quiche. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I have to have a committee meeting here Wednesday. I'm going to make some quiches. Quiches and
1: mimosa. What would Henry do? Yes. Get Stevie over there. Can I just say as a sidebar, where is Jason? Okay. This is the second episode. (laughs) Totally missing. Okay. I'm worried about that, Leanne. I think he got a movie or
0: something. Or maybe he, like, has to take the SATs in real life. Or, <laughs> I that's what I thought. Like, he's on a college tour in real life. I wouldn't worry about him. I think okay. he's fine. I mean, I follow him on Twitter, and he's still tweeting. So don't worry. Okay. <laughs> he's fine. But I just thought those quiches that she pulled out of the oven looked spectacular. Uh, but the meeting totally breaks down. And Henry finds himself defending national security, like, why are you complaining about moving your trash cans when my wife is, like, saving the world out there? And on the one hand, he has a point. On the other hand, if I had three SUVs parked out in front of my f- house, twenty-four-seven running, I would go nuts, wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I would go nuts. Are people they were move- trying to say, "Well, this is providing you with extra security. You know, this is this is a good thing." But not, but no, I think it would be very intrusive. You know, and they and Henry and and Madam Secretary live in a very nice neighborhood. So you know those. You know this pricey neighborhood. People people don't want that. I was visiting a friend of mine in D.C. last year, and
0: um, she lives up near American University, and the Department of Homeland Security is actually up there, not not in the center of D.C. But she said it just so happens that uh, the Secretary of Homeland Security lives down the street. So she said, like, every day, it's right when she's driving her daughter to school, the the motorcade comes out. She said, and the whole place has to stop, and they get priority, and boom, 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 boom. She goes, you know, you just understand that that's what's happening, but it happens every day. And she said she knows things are really, like... Really, something's really happening when she sees the motorcade going back and forth at weird times. So Aha. so okay. I think people in D.C. are used to this kind of stuff, but I'm sure it's still a pain in the neck when it's on your right. street. So after the diplomatic fail, the neighbors are not won over by the quiches, though I was. Uh, so <laughs> Madam Secretary, with her new Buddhist philosophy of the middle way, comes home and she's like, let's just suck it up. Let's just do it. But it all kind of centers around this idea of like. The world is falling apart. Blake is concerned about global warming. And why do they really need the cars running 24-7? Apparently that is protocol. It's complicated. It would take literally an act of Congress to undo, and that's not going to happen. But uh, Bess decides she's she's filled with the spirit of Buddhism, and she decides to do what she does best. And that's call the president and have him talk the guy into, you know, turning off the engines.
1: (laughs) That works, Lynn. It's It's something good to
0: have in your back pocket.
1: It's commander in chief. She doesn't use it that often. You know, She, I haven't seen her sort of wield that power, but she wanted a solution uh, she, and she needed a solution. So that's good to know that you can just dial them up. Dial them up. And so the engines go off. There's some kind of
0: detente with the neighbors. They found the middle way and then they totally make out on the front steps.
1: <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> we could have more of that. Okay. That's why we love them, don't we? And, and to wrap Blake's
0: storyline, the end of the world, he's concerned. And Nadine takes him out to a karaoke bar, which at first was inexplicable to me. But then when I realized we have two Broadway performers standing there, we have Jersey Boy, Eric Bergen, yes. and we have B.B. Newworth. I'm starting to get excited. Like, you can barely listen to the dialogue about the salt talks and the Berlin Wall coming down and the Cold War and how everyone thought the world was going to end then and we're still here. And, you know, oh, the Berlin Wall came down because it wasn't just something that happened overnight. It was, you know, lots and lots of people working behind the scenes diplomatically for years and years and years and the goodness of humanity and everything everything and then it's like Blake go do karaoke I mean I wanted him to hit it so I was a little disappointed in the fire and rain song choice even though it is absolutely one of my favorite songs it is and it was
1: perfectly <laughs> and I'm just delighted that there's a karaoke bar in the in the vicinity of their offices so that this can be a reoccurring thing and we can have you know Daisy can be singing there yeah. Nadine can be singing there and Nadine sort of I mean, they have sort of a mother-son relationship, wouldn't you say, yes, yeah. yeah. Nadine and Blake, yeah. uh, so they, they get along. So I was just thrilled, okay, because as we've mentioned on a previous podcast, that we were hoping that there would be a big Christmas party show where there would be singing and dancing, but we can't wait for Christmas, Lee, And so this, now they have a routine to go to the karaoke <laughs> bar. I like it. I mean, I like, I would like to see a whole musical
0: episode. I mean, that would be great. Like, the like, you know, they do, like, Les Miserables or something, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> or Hamilton. Like, do, go for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Just do something in the spirit of that, just a one-off musical episode. We're just putting it out there, Barbara Hall and, and creative team at Madam Secretary. We'd love to see it, but... Here's the thing. I just, we know Blake can really sing because again, he's been in Jersey Boys and other Broadway shows. So, uh, so I think it must've been hard for him just not to take that mic and
1: belt it out. So I, but did you see how his eyebrow went up as he took the mic? Yes. He was in total command. It's just, just like, watch me now, you know?
0: (laughs) Okay. So in our binders full of blouses, we have mentioned, um, the white jacket, but also the white blouse underneath with the necklace. Excellent. That just was a great look.
1: Yeah. I was thinking I'm going to start wearing that. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't have anywhere to wear. <laughs> but it's, it, it looks so good. It's power white. You know, it's just, it, it just looked great. So um, I'm, and, I'm going to. I'm gonna, yeah, oh, do fine. it.
0: I mean, to find some place to go, Julie, get, yeah. get on some subcommittee or something. Yeah. Exactly, go for it, and then uh and then she did bring back the blue coat from last week, the spectacular blue coat yes. she came in, she came in wearing that, that was a good look, and then I guess her travel look is the cashmere wrap, so that's <laughs> also very very nice
1: very nice. She- That I, that was, that's a, which is a very practical item to have. So um, it is, it is. So all in all, I enjoyed that episode. There was a
0: lot in there. I like the use of the word prosaic, the mother in the month when Nadine was talking to her son, yes, prosaic and pedigree. There were a lot of um, words with a lot of syllables in this week's show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I like that. (laughs) It's a good, good detail, Liam.
0: (laughs) And 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 yeah, definitely um, more make out. We'd like more more making out on the steps. That's excellent. That's excellent. All right, Julie, anything else to add?
1: No, I think that's a complete report, Leanne. I'm glad the world did not uh, blow up. I'm glad the treaty got signed and I'm glad they're singing. It just made me happy. All right. We are the Satellite Sisters. If you want to
0: join our Facebook group, we would love to have you. We have an open group on Facebook. You can just uh, ask to join. And if you're a real person and not a bot, we will happily approve you. We have an official page. And, of course, we have SatelliteSisters.com. If you want to check out our hundreds and hundreds of podcasts, we would love to have you along for uh, the whole Satellite Sisters experience. In fact, on this week's show, Julie, you and Liz did a really good job talking about diplomacy around the world and uh, the hostages from Iran being freed. And I thought it was actually mirroring what was happening on Madam Secretary. I, one, you know, once it again, that happens is. a lot. It yeah. always is. Yeah. Yes. yeah, so very interesting there. Very interesting discussion on this week's Satellite Sisters. So you can check that out at iTunes, at Stitcher, or at SatelliteSisters.com. All right, Julie, get to work uh, on the crisp white suit look. All right? All right. All Talk to you soon, sister. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.